we were children, there was one place that terrified us more than anything else. Was it the scary forest by the park? Was it the dark closet in your own bedroom? How about the darkness under your own bed? No, but one place caused more nightmares than anywhere else, known as the horror section. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. That was my scary laugh. Hi, welcome to the horror section. My name is Casey Campbell. And I am Michael Anderson. That was good. Mm-hmm. Was my voice intense? That was intense, actually. Was it really intense? One of the times you were doing it... <laughs> To let everybody know that there was multiple takes on mm-hmm. it, yeah, yeah. Uh, it actually scared me. <laughs> so maybe we'll use that one. Then. Yeah, why you won't. We... You won't know which take we use. <laughs> no, that was that was actually kind of scary. And I like looked at you and I was like, wait, I forgot just how wrong this podcast is. I have to watch scary movies, and I was scared of your voice. All right. Well, that, I think that's the perfect segue into. What is this podcast, and what are you going to expect from this podcast as an audience member? Yeah, we will be renting one classic movie from the horror section. We'll be watching it, discussing it. Uh, We'll be talking about facts um, and our impression about the film. We'll be discussing the world behind it. Like, if it's about a vampire movie, we'll talk about vampire history, or zombies or ghosts, we'll kind of get into the legends and uh, folklore about those subject matters. And then we'll always say how we were first introduced to that film, or why Casey wants to punish me and make me watch it. (laughs) So who are we and why are we doing this podcast? Well, first things first, we both love movies. And I think Mike and his wife were actually trying to calculate the other day how much time they actually spent at their local video stores growing up. Yeah, I think we came up with something like, uh, if we spent four hours a week times 52 times 15 years, which... I think is on the low end. If you don't have your calculator out, that equals 130 full days being inside of the video store. So Blockbuster, or what ours was, was Mr. Movies, owns 130 days of my life, which which is, you know, kind of an art form. Picking out, picking out a movie was an art form. Oh yeah, 100%. But at the end of the day, you know, we're both movie fans and nothing is better than a good contained story in an hour and a half or two hours. Yes, but... There was one place in particular where our lives both merged and diverged, and that was the horror section. The horror section. I feel like I dove deep into the horror section. I have loved horror movies for years and years and years. I am fascinated by them. Yeah, you pretty much know every fact there is about every horror movie. I'm a horror movie geek. I am a 100% horror movie fan. I know a ton of horror movie trivia. I have watched these movies probably since a very early, early age. And Mike, what about you? (laughs) Well, I was the uh, child who would go into the movie store and look around and pretend that the horror section didn't even exist because my mother would be there and she would gently remind me, Michael, (laughs) don't even look at the cover. You're going to wet your bed tonight. And it was true. I'd get night terrors just from literally the covers of the horror section. And to be fair, though, we did grow up at the time where video stores had video cover art, and a lot of that stuff was terrifying. It was absolutely... I mean, there was somebody's job who was to terrify people even just walking past it. What draws you to horror? Why Why would you even watch a horror movie? I think you could ask the same question to people who bungee jump or people who skydive. I don't bungee jump. I don't skydive. Do you ride roller coasters? Yes, with harnesses. Yes, but there is a thrill you get from riding a roller coaster, right? (sighs) 
Yes, that's true. That's right? true. And there's and a there's, fear there's, there's, even before. I, I oftentimes turn around in line if the roller coaster looks too scary. There's a fear before. There's a there's like there's the anticipation there's the dread there's the like your heart starts to beat a little faster your blood pressure rises and then you get on the ride and then but then when you're on the ride there's this great release there is a great release because you're screaming you're laughing you're having a blast and then when you get off the ride there's this huge endorphin rush and i feel like horror films good horror films that put you through that experience give you the same kind of feeling and give you that same kind of endorphin rush give you that same thrill and i feel like Horror movies to me are no different than any other kind of like thrill-seeking junkie yeah. activity. Case, I got—I'm not going to lie to you. I, I have these endorphins rushing through me just knowing that the podcast has started and this is episode 101, and now we have to do episode 102 and decide on what movie we're going to do. And I'm already scared. We're totally like we're in the line right now, but we're too far into the line. <laughs> yes, for I you can't to turn, turn around back. and walk past all the people who know you're going to get off the ride. Yeah, here's what I'll say: is that this ride is great. Some of these rides will be okay. Yeah, yeah. Some of these rides will be really fucking fun. But at the end of these rides, I feel like you will experience, or at least I hope you experience, what I get out of horror movies, which is that endorphin rush and that kind of like energy and and alive feeling you get after you're done watching it. Yeah. We have a a dog in the studio. There's a dog in here. (laughs) One of the... A dog lived here 10 years ago. Did you hear the bark too? Ghost dog. Um, which I heard wasn't about a ghost. That's one movie we have to discuss. Is that a horror movie? It might be. Because it's like about a samurai. Oh, yeah. It's a Jim Jarmusch movie. Oh, It's about I, a samurai. It's not a ghost or a dog. I thought it was a dog movie, honestly. And, <laughs> then, I tur- and then I looked at the cover and there was a dude with yeah, a samurai sword. Yeah, it's Forrest Whitaker with a samurai sword. Uh, when, Unless the ghost dog shows up later or he becomes the voice of ghost dog. Yeah, a spooky dog. Um, but yeah. Note, we will not be watching ghost dog. <laughs> When was the first time you got your own movie Jim. membership card? Yeah, that's a good question because I th- I think it might have been, it had to have been maybe junior high or high school because I feel like they wouldn't give one to you as a kid. No. If you remember at Blockbuster um, back in the day. R.I.P. R.I.P. Blockbuster. Pour one out on the sidewalk for Blockbuster. <laughs> I miss Blockbuster, man. I miss video stores. I miss video stores. Blockbuster just, can kind of kiss my ass. Blockbuster was an ass. <laughs> yeah. Never fuck the, you, Blockbuster. Rod in the ground. <laughs> R.I.G., not R.I.P. No, but I feel like Blockbuster was like the corporate... Blockbuster. Don't get off on a tirade on Blockbuster. No, Keep but going. I like. But the local video stores were the best. Yeah, that's what I'm the saying. The local video stores were the best. But I feel like I was even even Blockbuster, the local video stores I was always going to with my parents. Yeah. The local video store, when you got to a certain age, you were just in their system. You didn't really mm-hmm. have a card. But Blockbuster, I remember getting up my Blockbuster card and thinking that was a big deal. But I was in high school and I was 16 or 17. But at that time, Blockbuster had that like restricted viewing sticker. Well, on that's their boxes. what I'm saying. My mom and dad had to. They could approve what rating you see. Could watch. Blockbuster, I think, didn't even allow that. Yeah, because you were under eighteen and you couldn't rent those wow. movies, and they were like restricted viewing. I actually, mm-hmm. if if someone can find that restricted viewing sticker or an image of that, send it to me because I want to put that shit on a T-shirt. Because yeah. I love that. That sticker brings me so much (laughs) nostalgic joy. And if anybody can find the $9 old popcorn that you could rent from the front, too, uh, send me that, too. Rent that. You know where I could rent really good horror movies from and there would be no shit given whatsoever? Hmm. The library. Yeah, the library, because they respect free speech. Mm-hmm. They're they're First Amendment people, right? The library's there. like it's your right to rent Lucio <laughs> Fulci's zombie that we have for some reason, <laughs> along with your you know copy of the Red Badge of Courage. Yeah, exactly. Where the red fern grows, mm-hmm. a lot of red stuff. 
But, you know, the common ground we share is where you almost can look at the horror section in the video store as a crossroads we encountered when we were kids. Yes, a crossroads I went, where I went right and you went left. Went far left. I remember going to the video store on a Friday night or a Tuesday night uh, when my parents would give me a whopping $3 so I could rent three movies. <laughs> yeah, man. And walking around with my best friend and he would venture over to the horror section and just be attracted to these boxes. And I would have to pretend time and time again that, oh, I had seen all the movies in the horror section, so why don't we uh, why don't we go over to the family section and rent heavyweights for the, like the 70th time? Okay, so I'm interested now. Like, So do you remember any of the stories you made up to tell your friends about movies you had seen but you actually hadn't? Oh, I remember like he once pulled off Nightmare on Elm Street and he said, why don't we get this? And just seeing the box cover art, which we got to do an episode on just the best boxes. Oh, that'll uh, come down the pipe for sure. I remember telling him that I had already seen it and he asked me why or what was the story. And of course, the story was written on the back of the box and I proceeded to just start to lie my butt off on the fact of that it was a story about a robot because I saw a metal hand. Little did I know. I don't even know. You know what? I am such a, a horror virgin that I don't even know how we got the hand. I, I am excited and terrified for when we get to uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Is that what it's even called or is it called Friday the 13th? No, it's called Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh. You're thinking of Freddy Krueger and his claw yes. hand. Why does he even have a fake hand? Well, we're going to find that out when we watch well, that movie. I'm but, not, I, but I'm not, you know, I'm not even fucking concerned about Nightmare <laughs> on Elm Street right now. I'm concerned about Mike's Nightmare Robot movie that yes. he's making him fun. So what was the plot of all, your Nightmare Robot movie? That's well, what I want to know. Well, all I saw was the robot hand, which I thought was a robot hand. So I'm so, so excited to hear how he lost his hand. So how the what, fuck did he lose so his hand? So what story did you describe to your friend then? Yeah, well, it was a, ro it was a robot <laughs> what was, who... What was, it, what was his character arc? What was his hero's journey? I want to find out that. It was a robot who started to have dreams, and the <laughs> dreams started to turn into nightmares until his mother... There was a mother. I don't even know if Freddy Krueger has a mother. I don't even know how Freddy Krueger was invented or created. Wait, so the robot has a mother? The robot had a mother <laughs> and who created it, and his. It, it, that's what stopped his nightmares, is he needed his mother to tell him to turn nightmares back into dreams. The robot hand. That was the. That was it. I'm sure the back wait, of the box. Wait, wait. Was he a robot entirely? Was it just his hand that was robotic? Well, we never got to see the other image of him or is, on or the is cover. Or that settled in a Nightmare on Elm Street robot part two? <laughs> I. You know what? What I didn't. By even... this point, you guys had already left the horror section because your friend is like, "You're full of shit. You're scared. Let's just go rent <laughs> Goonies again. Let, let's rent. Let, let's rent Heavyweights. I think I know that movie inside and out." <laughs> What are you most looking forward to in this podcast? We were talking about this earlier, about how I think of horror films as like a culinary experience. Like there's these places, these restaurants, or this dish you want to share with somebody because it's so good mm -hmm. and you love it. And there's levels to it. Like, Did I tell really... you I'm allergic to milk, cheese, everything, everything? I don't want to watch anything. You're like, I'm allergic to Craven, yeah. Hooper, <laughs> Carpenter, and Raimi. Um, no, I, I think I'm excited to share movies with you that I've seen and I've loved mm -hmm. and I, that you haven't seen before. Like, I think that's going to be fun because a lot of these movies, and you, you're you a film fan. You oh, love I'm, movies. Yes, love movies, love movies. And it was just like the, the Bermuda Triangle was the horror section. I would avoid it. My ship would always go around it, but I was always tempted. What is, what is in there? Mm -hmm. What is in there? And and I'm excited. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm scared, but I'm excited to watch some of these things. I think you'll be surprised too, because a lot of these movies you're going to discover are just really well-made films. Mm -hmm. A lot of these movies we're going to watch 
are on the AFI 100 Greatest Films list. And mm -hmm. that's for a reason, because these movies are really well made. But I would say one of the main reasons we started this podcast is because for years and years, or ever since Mike and I have been friends, Mike always sits down, maybe when we're sitting around a campfire or... <laughs> yeah, we're, we're on the range, people. <laughs> we're, 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 we're out roping cattle. Yeah, Such a know. weird way to say it. But like when Mike and I are sitting around or we're on vacation together or hanging out, Mike will say regale me with a horror movie plot. Because I didn't want to watch them. I was too scared. But Mike, I was always intrigued by the story. Oh, 100%. 100%. And so then I would basically tell Mike the plot of Pet Cemetery or Salem's Lot or Bram Stoker's Dracula, as well as any like facts about the movie or the director or the production history or even the book it was based on. Um, and a lot of the movies we're going to be covering... We thought about going through like the history of horror or even like starting with vampires and moving on to ghosts and moving on to zombies. But Mike was the one who said, let me just Google horror movie VHS covers and see which ones scare the shit out of me the most. And we're going to jump right into those. We're going to do movies that are popular among a lot of people. And you've probably seen a lot of these movies. So if you're looking just for some kind of review or commentary on these films, maybe look elsewhere. We're going to be doing that somewhat. But this isn't just an exploration or a dissection of any of these movies. So that's pretty much what we're doing. So Case, why don't you tell us uh, your first encounter with a scary movie. See, I call it scary movies. <laughs> you probably call it horror movies. I, scary movies, too. Scary I think, movies. Spooky I, I think movies. there's... I, you know, almost, I would describe movies I'm actually scared at or scared of as a mm -hmm. scary movie. And a horror movie is just, I think, and we'll probably discuss that in this podcast I'm too. Sure like what makes a horror our... movie? What makes a slasher movie? What makes a scary movie? A supernatural movie? A thriller even? Um, we'll talk about that. We'll dissect that and we'll see what's what. And we'll, you know, probably have some comments on Twitter and Facebook. Um, so please comment and say if you like the podcast, if you hate it, if you just want to share dick pics, we really don't care. <laughs> the first movie I was really scared at I know what it was. It was Pet Cemetery. Oh, wow. That's your first introduction to a first scary movie? First real introduction to that a scary movie. That is terrifying. I was going to go with Ernest again. Just bring it no, right back no, to Ernest man. again. I was, uh, I was deep in the shit by the time Ernest Cared Stupid came out. How old were you? When I saw Pet Cemetery? Yeah. I would probably have been seven or eight. And so, okay, so <laughs> I grew up- Did you rent it? No. Here's the reason I was introduced to a lot more mature movies. Those are terrifying Mature movies, movies. are foreign movies. Movies a seven or eight year old shouldn't have been yes. watching. Let me say that. But I had older cousins. Mm -hmm. I had older cousins, primarily three older girl cousins, which at some point we got to get uh, Lanny on this podcast. My cousin Lanny and my cousin Jessica and my cousin Amanda. And all three of them, they would rent the movies. I didn't have a say because I was the youngest kid. Mm -hmm. So we would always end up watching a lot of Dirty Dancing, mm -hmm. 16 Candles, Pretty in Pink, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. So I was introduced to John all Hughes. All John Hughes. All John Hughes yeah, movies. Yeah, except for Dirty but, Dancing. We know people. I know. We get it. It's not part of Hughes canon. We mm -hmm. understand. But I, you know, I was introduced to a lot of good movies that way. But they also wanted to rent horror movies. Ooh. And so we were Women, out. young girls are terrifying. They are so much braver than us. Like... I had to pretend so many times these these 13-year-old girls would be like, come over to my house. I rented uh, Carrie. And I'd be like, oh my gosh, mom, please write a note for me. Right. I know it's scary, but in my mind, scary at this point is the Garfield Halloween special. It's Ghostbusters, the animated Ghostbusters. Yeah. Pet Cemetery All is something funny. that a young mind should never have to watch or process. <laughs> now, I don't want to give too much away of this movie, but those who have watched Pet Cemetery know that... Yeah, we'll that put that one on our list, because I've never seen definitely it. Definitely on the list. Because that's a movie that actually, there's still a couple moments in there where I'm, I'm genuinely creeped out by. Mm -hmm. And many of you know that there's a character in Pet Cemetery. It's uh, Rachel, the wife. Her sister growing up was this girl named Zelda. 
and Zelda had some kind of like, um, I want to say multiple sclerosis or her body was disfigured and she had some kind of disease and Rachel was terrified of Zelda and the way that Zelda is portrayed in this movie, it's actually portrayed by a man. They had a man in a wig. So it's really unnatural and scary and creepy. And, you know, and Zelda is always going, Rachel, Rachel, Rachel. You know what? We're not watching this one. We are watching the shit of the pet cemetery. Yeah, that one sounds terrifying. (laughs) So, we watch this movie, it's, but of course, you know, after the movie's over, we probably played a game or something, and I was trying to not be scared. Yes. Later that night, we're all in um, one of my grandparents' bedrooms, in our sleeping bags, not sleeping, because we're all terrified. And my And there aunt, were not enough beds. No, there were not enough beds. Yeah. So we're all in sleeping <laughs> yeah. bags on the floor, and that night, my aunt Missy comes home, who was still in high school at that time, and she found out that we were watching Pet Cemetery, mm-hmm. and then proceeds to go to the bedroom door of the room we're sleeping in and starts scratching on the we'll door. We'll add a sound effect. Scratch, though. scratch, scratch. Yeah, I'm, tr- <laughs> I'm trying to do the sound effect now, and it's so shitty. I'm like, what can I scratch here in the office? <laughs> My back. Yeah. That would make a terrifying sound. But she starts scratching on the door and starts scratching. And we're all like, what is this? What the hell is outside the door? Oh, here and comes then, the part where everybody and then has to she dare starts each other. whispering, Zelda, <laughs> Zelda. And we screamed yeah. so fucking loud. And our grandparents woke up and they were pissed. Yeah. And that was terrifying. And I've revisited Pet Cemetery through the years. And luckily, I look your at aunt, it. Your aunt still does that? My aunt still, I still call my aunt. I'm like, can you do the Zelda voice? <laughs> it's, it's so just, it's just it's reassuring. A compa- it's a companion piece. Yeah. And I need it. So that was really my first, I mean, granted, I'd seen a couple things here and there on TV, but that was really my first horror experience with renting a video from the horror section. Yeah. So Mike, let's get into yours. Let's talk about the the, first time you watched, I don't know, the Care Bears movie and shit yourself. (laughs) Well, I'll go with my first scary movie, um, which was actually uh, Jason up in rural Minnesota. I'm going to get a little like hipster nerdy here, but um, it's not called Jason. It's oh. called Friday the 13th. So make sure you did not know that Friday uh, the 13th. So you watched Friday the 13th. I watched Friday the 13th and by watching it. So I had, I have uh, three girl cousins as well. And now they're women understand that. And they were brave. They were farm girls as you know, like tough as nails, the type of people who a horse would step on their foot and they just kind of shrug it off. And they, seriously, man, if I ever have kids, I'm just going to send my kids to live with to the my farms. cousins who live in rural Illinois. I'm like, this is better than private boarding school. You're going to toughen up out here. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, and then, but here, here's the thing. So I just constantly pretended I'd seen the movie, came up with every excuse in the book to like not sit down, which is probably where my fidgetiness comes from. And, uh, continued to say I had to use the bathroom, which they probably thought I like uh, ate something terrible. And uh, proceeded to only see like three minutes of that thing. And then afterward, just to make things worse after I'd made all these excuses not to watch Jason or Friday the 13th or whatever you want to call it. Uh, Friday the 13th, because that's <laughs> the right title. I'm curious to rewatch this one. And by rewatch, I mean watch it. They wanted to play this game called Bloody Murder, where, you know, also they lived in the northern part of Minnesota called Viking Minnesota, if you if you can believe that. And you're in like Fargo territory. We are way above Fargo. Yeah. Way above Fargo. And they, the game is played bloody murder where uh, you have to walk into the woods and the first one to turn around loses. I mean, it was just terrifying. It was a terrifying experience. And so the next day I had my mom bring me to my grandma's and 
Uh, never saw those cousins again. Just right, kidding. One, what was the point of the game Bloody Murder? It's just to scare just you. Just to scare the shit out of like, each other? Like when you're, when you're how, does that, one, how does one win Bloody Murder? When you, not being a wimp. So when you're that north, you have to figure out how not to freeze to death and how to feel. And that's I love that things. like what, what you're scared of in the woods at that point is like... The woods. The woods. <laughs> the thing that's supposed to be protecting yeah, your house. Exactly. But you're scared of spirits and ghosts and not actually wolves that probably existed <laughs> yes, exactly. in the actual woods. <laughs> the, the probability that there's a serial killer on the farm, Wolf. zero. The, the probability that there's a bear, high. <laughs> but bears aren't scary. But they're not on the cover art. Right, exactly. There's no cover art of yeah. a bear. And the like... Nat Geo section really should have, the documentary should really be the horror section. Yeah. Like, the, 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 like you watch the gazelles and they're just, it's terrifying. So I think, you know, we've kind of been all over the place here of talking about our experiences with movies and, but, but no, but again, the stories were what scared us first and what was kind of our introduction to horror movies and movies that were rented from the horror section. So another thing that we want to explore from this podcast is maybe revisiting movies we saw as kids that scared us and see if we have the same reaction. Most likely we will revisit, if not the first Friday the 13th. Well, I've never seen that. The first few because as you probably know, the first Friday the 13th doesn't even have Jason in it. I did not know that. Spoiler alert. I don't know <laughs> if I should give this away then. No. Mike, see, Mike doesn't even know the spoiler twist to Friday the fucking 13th. No, I did not the know that he's not in there. The most common known thing in Friday the 13th. I mean, Who do you is. think the killer is I, in the first I one? don't even know that story. Is this the Jamie Lee Curtis stuff? Oh. <laughs> see, <laughs> is this way wrong? Folks, I've got my work ahead of me. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. But no, uh, in all seriousness, though, I think... I was serious. He is very serious. (laughs) (laughs) But at the end of the day, we're going to be visiting some classic movies, movies we saw as kids that scared the hell out of us and see if they still scare us or if we laugh at them. And we'll just invite you in to join us as we relive it or if you're living it the first time to compare your reactions to our reactions of first time viewing it. Right. So we hope that you join us for this fun ride, this fun visit to the horror section. And um, like we said, you're going to be able to find us on Facebook and Twitter. So please share your own thoughts. If there's movies from the horror section that you'd like us to watch, Um, we're happy for any suggestions. But until then, we're going to be selecting them based on a simple Google search and figuring out whatever Mike gets terrified of first. And so we did this exercise last week and I said, Mike, Google horror movies, and he did. And the first image that scared the shit out of him was none other than, drum roll please, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Literally, let's end the podcast now because there's a man wearing human skin on his face with a chainsaw. That is, what is the story? What is the plot? Yeah, there is. I'm excited to watch it. I've actually, I've not seen Texas Chainsaw in probably a couple years, so... I'm excited to revisit it as well. I'm excited. And I'll be revisiting it with Mike. I'm excited to uh, pretend I have the flu. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to close up right now. I am Casey Campbell. And I am Michael Anderson. And join us next week on the horror section as we watch Toby Hooper's 1974 classic, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Peace, y'all.